everyone, it's Natasha Toddy Weston, entrepreneur, content creator, and three times best-selling author. Let's scratch the titles. I'm just the girl next door. If you follow me on social media, you know I'm all about being an open book, bringing current events from the real world and my world to the table to give my sisters from other misters insight, wisdom, and real talk about life, business, and all that other ish. The reason I created Table Talk with Toddy is because I've spent the last decade mostly online talking to people, more specifically millennial women all around the world about the ups and downs that come with building a brand, being a mom, and having a personal life. And what I eventually realized was that we all have many of the same questions, curiosities, and challenges. So here we are. On the Table Talk with Toddy podcast, we'll laugh, we'll cry, and I'm pretty sure we'll be pouring it up together on many occasions. It's about time that you got a relatable, unapologetic view on life as a creative living in the 21st century. On this show, you'll hear from some of my close friends, family, and guests that I've learned a thing or two from over the last decade. Get ready for some ahas, mm-hmms, and yes girls, because at this table, nothing, and I mean nothing, is off limits. Be sure to subscribe to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast right now on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest. If you're watching on YouTube, you already know why I'm saying that. But it's your girl, Natasha Toddy Weston. And welcome to the podcast. If you are an oldie but a goodie. Shout out to you for coming back and hanging out with me today. If you are new here, welcome to the fam bam. I'm super excited to have you here. Y'all, I know we skipped a week. I know we skipped a week. Please, please, please forgive me. Show your girl a little bit of grace. It's been a lot going on, but I am so excited to be back creating some new fresh content for you guys. If you're watching on YouTube, shout out to you, YouTube video podcast family. I appreciate you coming back and watching another video podcast. If you're interested in the video version of the show, make sure you head over to youtube.com forward slash official toddy to check us out. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe. I be seeing y'all out there watching, but you're not subscribing, so I'm going to need y'all to subscribe, okay? Period. If y'all want to keep these videos coming, definitely subscribe, thumbs the video up, share it with a friend, and comment down below. Let me know what topics you want to hear. Let me know if there's someone in particular that I should know about, that I should meet to bring them on the show. Y'all know that ever since I started this podcast almost five years ago, it is very important to me to only have people on the show that have positively impacted me directly. Um, I just feel like I can bring you the best most authentic version of me in that case versus just having random people. So if there's somebody out there that you know me and that person will really click and that they can, you know, bring some value to the show, then tag them down in the comments, tag them below, shout them out, and I'm going to go check them out. But before we even get into the show, let's just talk about the fact that the Karen Civil, there's only one, the Karen Civil not only slid on through this past weekend and checked out the podcast, but she left a review and Sister Girl subscribed. So let's just take a moment of silence for the fact that this woman is in my top three of Black women in media and entertainment that inspires me to no end. I love Karen. And that's really all that there is. If you know me, you know, Karen is like, 
big sis in my head, period. So y'all definitely check out Karen's new podcast, Girl, I Guess, Her and Her Bestie Mainly. Brand new podcast. I think they're up to two or three episodes. Go check them out. Subscribe. Let them know I sent you over there. Um, But again, thank you so much, Karen, if you're listening, when you're listening. Thank you so much. You have no idea what that means to me. Now, let me say this. If Karen can swing through with her super duper busy life and leave a review and subscribe, then you too definitely can do the same. If you've listened to any episode and took value, enjoyed it, had a good time hanging out with me, please go over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, rate the show. Those ratings and reviews do wonders for us podcasters and us digital content creators. So speaking of digital, in the next couple of months, I'll be talking a lot about creating a digital empire because I believe we should have just as much digital real estate as we do physical real estate, right? I don't know about you, but growing up, it has been embedded to have land, to own houses, to own your car, to buy a car cash, and to have stocks and bonds. And while these things are super important, and we need these things as well, I think with the way that the world is moving towards, and if COVID didn't teach us anything, it should have taught us how important it is to stake your place online because online is not going anywhere in our lifetime, at least. So think about Bitcoin, think about Forex, think about cryptocurrency, online retail, the rise in online entrepreneurship, just those few things. All of it are clear signs that if you aren't figuring out a way to thrive online, you will be left behind in terms of building brand awareness. Whether you have a business or not, if you're building a personal brand, this is going to be critical. Creating spaces to communicate between you and your audience and ultimately making the money that we all need to leave the type of legacy that we desire. I don't know about y'all, but... I always say this, and if you follow me for a great deal of time, you already know that when Tyler graduates high school, I don't want to give him two options, which are college and military. I want to give him three options, three options. And the third option can be whatever he desires. And why? Because I am building a legacy for him right now that he will be able to either take a large amount of money or I already have built a company that I can pass on to him, but he will have a third option. And so the digital space is important if you have not yet considered It is very, very, very important to start taking it serious. So in today's episode, I want to share with you four very strategic ways to work smarter in the digital space. Four ways to work smarter in the digital space. So yeah, you thought right. It is pen and paper material. So make sure you pull out your phone, your notepad, whatever it is that you use to write notes. You're going to need it. So the very first way to start working smarter in the digital space is to establish a primary communication channel between you and your audience. So you might be asking, what is a primary communication channel, Tati? This is a primary communication channel. You guys know that if I go ghost on social media, if you don't hear from me for a period of time, that you are guaranteed to hear my voice on this podcast. This podcast has become a primary communication channel between myself and you guys. This is where we congregate. This is our Sunday sermon. This is our church. So the same way that churches and its members congregate together on Sundays to hear messages, to hear the word. This is how I communicate with you guys. If I don't show up in any other capacity, this is guaranteed, right? And this is very important for building brand awareness. So ask yourself this question. Let's start with this. 
Does your audience know where they can be guaranteed to find you on a consistent basis, right? If the answer is no, then that means you have not yet established a primary communication channel and you need to create one. So podcasting just happened to be my thing. And you guys know I just added the video element on and that's only because this communication channel has been very established, almost five years, right? That's plenty of time to you know really grow in the thing. So if the answer is no, then cool. By the end of this episode, you'll have that taken care of. So for me, podcasting works. And the reason why, and we'll get into how to decide what's best here in a moment, but that works for me. Some other options may be a YouTube channel or a blog just to keep it condensed in options. So you may be a very loud personality, right? You may have a bubbly personality you may do better on video then a youtube channel may be the thing for you to do you may not be able to articulate your thoughts as well in a podcast or a youtube channel so writing your thoughts out may be your thing so you may consider starting a blog whatever it is you want people you want your people your clique, your tribe you want them to know without a shadow of a doubt that they can find you somewhere at any given time And if you're really smart and really moving smarter online, you'll have a designated time when you release new content. So for me, Sundays are my day to release new podcast episodes. I realize most of my people are still career driven people. They still work nine to fives. And if they aren't working nine to fives, they are busy during the weekdays. So on Sundays are their days where they do a lot of personal development. They do a lot of binge watching their favorite shows, listening to their favorite podcasts. So when I drop in new episode on Sunday, they are definitely listening. And so Sundays have just been the days that I decide to really open that communication channel between myself and you guys. So that's the first things first. So for those of you out there that love definitions like I do, let me tell you what a communication channel is because other sources may call it or refer to it as something different. A communication channel is a medium used to provide information and or entertainment to your primary audience or target customer or client. Again, common channels are YouTube, a podcast, or a blog. And now with Clubhouse, Clubhouse could even be a source of a communication channel. Whatever your thing is, go with it. Now, you may also be asking, well, how do I decide what type of communication channel is best fitting, not just for me, but for my people? So here's how you decide. You first identify where your audience is already hanging out and how they best absorb information. So you may be an avid podcast listener, but that doesn't mean that your people are. And you have to be real about this because I did it too. We sometimes are creating and putting things out there that our audience is just simply not interested in. And then when they don't watch or they don't tune in or anything like that, then we wonder why. So let me just save you the headache. Sissa, bro, just don't don't start that way. Just start by figuring out where they're hanging out already and how they best absorb information. To take it a step further, write this down. How do you decide where they're hanging out already? Most of you are already friends with them, whether it be on Facebook, whether you're following them on Instagram. And even if you aren't following them on Instagram, 
more than likely your audience is already engaging with you. So go and see who's always responding to your stories. Go and see who's always leaving comments. This is your tribe more times than not. And so go on their page. So you might have to do a little stalking, but that's cool because it's, you know, for all for good reason. Go on their pages, see what they're watching on TV, see if they're already talking about other podcasts, see if they're sharing their favorite YouTubers, and you'll be able to gauge exactly where they're already hanging out at and how they're best absorbing the content that they're absorbing right now. The second way that you decide what's best, what's the best type of communication channel for your brand is decide the channel, podcast, YouTube, blog. Choose a channel that you can confidently show up at consistently without having to take super long breaks in between. So y'all know, anytime I go ghost, completely ghost on a podcast is because we're on a hiatus. I've decided that doing seasons works best for myself and my audience. It gives me a chance to live a little bit more, to decide where you all are needing more advice, more wisdom, more information on, and being able to pre-plan these episodes, right? That works for me. So the only time you'll see me go ghost is if we have wrapped a season and we're in between seasons. Even then, once we wrap the podcast, as of last year, I now have a digital talk show called Toddy Tonight. So if I'm not in a podcast now, I'll be on a digital talk show. So for me, I have two um, communication channels for me and my audience to communicate, for me to always communicate my message, to share information and to be a resource. But you may just have one. I do recommend starting with just one and building on that. So that is how you decide. And I know that this podcast, I can confidently show up here consistently when we are in a season. And so you have to decide, like, what can I manage? What can I handle? And be realistic about it so that you can confidently show up. The second way that you can work smarter and not harder in the digital space is to take your content off of social media and place as much of it as possible on your own website or somewhere where it can be searched through Google and other search engines. And I know a lot of people don't think about this, especially if you are new to this online entrepreneurship space, is that we are solely relying on social media. And the reality is we don't own social media. In most cases, social media probably owns us, if you really think about it. Social media also isn't totally searchable. You can't necessarily type how to start a podcast on Instagram. You can probably type in something like a podcast coach or podcaster. But as far as like the how-to search phrases, it's almost impossible to find that type of search result on social media. However, when you post all of your great communication channel content on your website where you can make it SEO searchable, which we'll get to in a minute, then the chances of your content, the chances of you showing up when people are searching and researching for things online is so much greater. And so you want to get in the habit of taking that content off of social media and putting it in a place that you own ultimately. Another point that I want to make here is the link in bios. Now, I know we've all gone through the phase of the link trees um, and the, um, I think it's a new one called like Milkshake or is it Milkshake? Something like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it's called, y'all. Let me know in the comments. The websites where you can pretty much put your most desired or most clicked on links in one page. So when people click in your Instagram link in bio, they can find your podcast, they can find your online store, they can find your Amazon shop, they can find your most recent press article. 
I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. But I see a lot of people utilizing these third-party sites, and that is not smart. That is not how you work smarter and not harder in the digital space. Here's what you do. If you are already paying for a website every month, if you already have your own domain and it's active and you're using it, you need to reroute as much of your traffic to your website as possible. You can build a page on your website. And, you know, for mine, it's natashaweston.com slash start here. Yours could be ashleycooper.com forward slash IG or link in bio, whatever your domain is slash something. Put that as your link in bio. And now what happens is when people click on that link in bio, it's sending them to your website versus a third party link in bio site where when they click on that link, that's it. That's the end of the interaction with you. That's the end of the engagement. Now, if they click on a link that goes to your website and they click on a link, let's just say they click on the link, they see a post of yours and the call to action in that post is click on the link in my bio to purchase this book. Or to read this blog post, right? Let's use the blog post example. If they click on the link in your bio and it is directly related and associated with your website, they're going to click on that link to read that blog post. But guess what they're going to do? Now they want to be nosy, right? They want to go and surf your whole website. That is not possible without requiring them to do more work if you're using a third-party link. So if you have one of those third-party links, I highly, highly recommend getting rid of it. Throw it away. It's not doing you any good. The goal is to get people on your website. The goal is to get people on your website. And so don't use those third-party sites. Create your link and bio page through your own website. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's get it going. So the third way to move smarter and not harder in the digital space is to create a website for your brand and your top primary communication channel so it can be optimized for SEO. SEO stands for search engine optimization. This is how when we type in the most random things on Google, we get certain people that pop up. It's because when they're writing their blog post, when they are building out their website, they put specific keywords and things in those titles and in those descriptions so that it ranks in Google searches. So If you are a a wedding photographer in the Charleston, South Carolina area, and this is kind of getting more on the technical end, but on the back end of your website, if you're not designing your website, whoever's designing your website needs to make sure that that title that pops up at that browser is SEO friendly. It needs to say Charleston, South Carolina wedding photographer so that when a couple is looking for a Charleston, South Carolina wedding photographer, your website is at the top of that search engine or those search results rather. So if you have a podcast, create a website for it because when you are coming up with the titles for your episodes, like for example, this one, how to move smarter, not harder online, you best believe when we put that title in there, when people are Googling this type of thing, my show is going to pop up. If you are writing a blog post, about um, how to start a podcast. That's SEO friendly content. And this is why you need to start moving your content off social media and putting it on your website. And I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because I think, yeah, we're about to get there in a second. So you need to first have a website period. Long gone are the days where you don't need one. You need a website. Even if it's a website that houses everything that you have going on, 
you need a website. So when I first started my podcast, I didn't have a separate website for it. I obviously had to grow into it and make sure that it was something that people wanted. And I had to make sure that I can continuously be consistent and that it would be something long-term. Y'all know I'm big on playing for the long game. Um, And so I had to make sure that there was longevity there. But then when the show started getting a lot of traction, when I started to build up seasons of it, I was like, this needs a home of its own so that I can really optimize the SEO. So that's the first thing. If you don't have a website, get you a website. So back to the point about using your content to post repurposed content from your social media pages and not just anything, but post information and content that you're posting on social media that is evergreen worthy. Evergreen worthy basically means it's something that right now in 2021 and beyond the information is not going to fluctuate or change that much. So how to start a podcast is something that's evergreen. Um, Something that is, well, how to thrive in, in 2021, that's not something that people are going to be searching for beyond 2021. I hope that makes sense. And so you want to go and take a look at your social media pages and see What is evergreen that I can go and either turn it into a podcast episode or turn into a blog post on my website so that I can optimize the SEO? So that's your assignment today. I'm giving y'all homework. Mm -hmm. I'm giving y'all homework. Yep. I want you to go on your social media page and see what good, great content that's already getting really good engagement. And even the content that's not getting that good engagement, this is a good way to repurpose it and get new fresh eyeballs on it. Go and see what's really good and turn it into a blog post on your website. This doesn't mean you have to be a blogger or be consistent, but your website is where you're going to get your traffic from, you guys. It's where you can optimize those keywords in, in SEO. For example, I posted a really educational reel on Instagram a few weeks ago and I waited a couple of weeks and then I turned it into a blog post and sent it to my email list and got totally different eyeballs on the content. That information was how to plan out your podcast episodes. Again, it's evergreen content. It's going to be relevant this year, next year, and the next decade on. And so again, the third way to work smarter and not harder in the digital space is to create a website for your brand and for your top communication channel so that it can be optimized for SEO. Let's get into the fourth thing that you need to be doing to work smarter and not harder in the digital space. And that is something that I think if I can give myself a little bit of credit, I have been doing very well with. It's kind of how my brain is wired. That is to connect your content at every possible point. Never, ever assume that because you post something on Thursday that every single eyeball in the world is going to see it. Don't even assume that a a fraction of of the world is going to see it because most times they don't. Why? Because social media algorithms and all of that stuff. So you have to be very intentional about making your content dots that connect. So for example, this means leveraging the description box on your YouTube channels. This means leveraging the caption area on Instagram and Facebook. This means including links to associated information, courses, products you have that are relevant to the piece of content that you are putting on social media. And I keep saying social media because that is where most of us post our content. 
And so you want to make sure that you are leveraging different spaces to connect your content. So for example, when I post new episodes of the podcast, I always put in the description box the link to my website, the link to my free opt-in, which right now is the content playbook. I post links to my podcast planner and any other relevant information that the listener would be interested in exploring after listening to a particular episode. So if I were doing an episode on this podcast about how to start a podcast, I would definitely be linking a few different things in the description box. I'm going to be linking the link to my launcher podcast, like a pro masterclass. I'd be linking the link to purchase the podcast planner. I'd be linking the link to my website. Why? Because if someone is listening to an episode about how to start a podcast, they are nine times out of 10 exploring the idea of starting a podcast. So I want to provide them with as much information, as much of my products and services as I can that is relevant to something that they are interested in. So this is what I mean when I say connect your content at every possible point. This is how people make money on Online. This is how you become the expert. This is how people know that, okay, if I'm thinking about doing something content related online, I'm coming to Natasha because she got all the goods. And so too many of us are not leveraging the connection of our content. We're working smarter and not harder. So really think about all of the content you have already on a particular subject and make sure that you are tying those things together and pointing your people to each piece of content that's relevant to what your initial subject or topic is or focal point is at that time. Okay, so those are the four ways that you can start working smarter in the digital space. And I really wanna encourage you guys to go back and listen to this episode again because these are things that I wish someone told me. I learned all of this from just navigating this space for over 10 years. And I guarantee you, I'm, I'm not gonna steer you wrong. These are things that even if you are a beginner, you need to get in the habit of doing because it's going to allow you to grow a lot quicker. It's going to allow you to reach more people and ultimately make more money. So today's Table Talk takeaway is that it's time we take our digital footprint serious. You're already online. You're already on social media. You're already on your phone all the time. Why not build something that can build a legacy that works for itself and provides a top of the line life and future for your children and their children when you're gone? We got to stop moving recklessly in these streets and really start to be more strategic in how we move so that we can leave a digital imprint that's going to affect our bottom line and our legacy. So if you have not done so yet, go to NatashaWeston.com and download the free content playbook. There are my three C's of the content creation process plus 30 plus experiences you can create on social media no matter what industry you are in. So all you got to do is go to natashaweston.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, just put your name and email in there and I will send it over to you immediately. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. What is this? Episode 80? Yep, episode 80. Thank you so much. If this information was valuable to you, if you learned something new, make sure you comment down below on YouTube. Make sure you leave a review if you're listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and share this episode with your people, right? Because we like to spread the knowledge, not keep it to ourselves, right? We like to grow, not, you know, keep our arms all tucked up. So make sure you share this episode with a friend. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you guys so much. And yeah, until the next show, I'll talk to you later. Bye, guys.